With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. everybody i'm ed robinson and welcome to another exciting edition of the robinson show on the program i have nick agar johnson nick is the host of the no ceilings nba deep dives podcast and editor-in-chief and writer for no ceilings nba and writer for hashtag basketball and Mets republic on the program we recap the cleveland cavaliers winning the 2023 nba summer league championship also we discuss victor Wembanyama, his takeaways from this year's summer league the atmosphere in las vegas and more Nick is coming up after the break. Stay tuned. You're listening to The Robinson Show. There's no hiding from this enormous new flavor, Bluebell Monster Cookie Dough Ice Cream. A creamy vanilla ice cream with hints of brown sugar loaded with peanut butter monster cookie dough pieces, candy-coated chocolate bits, and dark chocolate-flavored chunks. Delicious. (laughs) You'll need a bigger bowl and spoon. Look for Bluebell ice cream at your favorite grocer. Please ask for it if you can't find it. 
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Wondering what retirement is like at St. James Place in Baton Rouge? Folks who live there say, Oh, are you in for a surprise. You can be busy every day. All day. <laughs> The social life is outstanding. Wonderful parties. There are courses in computer, art, music. I feel blessed to live here. You ought to come see it. It's great. And it might be more affordable than you think. Learn more and schedule a tour at stjamesplaceinfo.org. Wondering what retirement is like at St. James Place in Baton Rouge? Folks who live there say, Oh, are you in for a surprise? You can be busy every day. All day. <laughs> The social life is outstanding. Wonderful parties. There are courses in computer, art, music. I feel blessed to live here. You'll have to come see it. It's great. And it might be more affordable than you think. Learn more and schedule a tour at stjamesplaceinfo.org. Wondering what retirement is like at St. James Place in Baton Rouge? Folks who live there say, Oh, are you in for a surprise? You can be busy every day. All day. <laughs> The social life is outstanding. Wonderful parties. There are courses in computer, art, music. I feel blessed to live here. You'll have to come see it. It's great. And it might be more affordable than you think. Learn more and schedule a tour at stjamesplaceinfo.org. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the first pick in the 2023 NBA Draft, the San Antonio Spurs select Victor Wembanyama from Nantar, France. This is accomplishing something that I've been dreaming of, you know, my whole life. Hearing that that sentence from Adam Silver, you know, I've dreamed of it so so much that you know I I gotta cry. You know. Five on the shot clock. That three is long and Brandon with the board. Good pace to this game. Nice rim run by Wembenyama and one, and there it is. Wembenyama with the midi, knocks it home, laces the two ball. Wembenyama on the wing, goes through the legs. Well, all right. Wesley behind the Barlow screen. Little midi comes off. Wemby. Okay, now, now you're showing me something special. Wemby with the tip to himself and the flush. Little pitch back from Barlow. Wemby for three. Butter. Base pulls. Got it. 
a sizzling, scintillating beginning shooting-wise for Cleveland. Porter with the rebound, got a man open, Bates, room service. Bates running the floor, slams it home. Bates, finger roll, got it, whistle, and one. Bates with the bucket and a free throw to follow. Bates on the drive, got it to go off glass. All right, everybody, welcome back to the program. That audio was courtesy of ESPN and the Walt Disney Company and the NBA. And that first audio bite that you heard was the San Antonio Spurs selecting the number one overall pick in this year's NBA draft, selecting center Victor Wembanyama. And you also heard Victor in action during the two games that he played during the summer league. And also that last sound bite that you heard was Imani Bates, Cleveland Cavaliers forward in action in the 2023 NBA Summer League Championship in Las Vegas as the Cleveland Cavaliers would go on to beat the Houston Rockets to win this year's NBA Summer League Championship in Las Vegas. To talk more about the Summer League as well as Mr. Wimbanyama, let's welcome him back to the program. Always knowledgeable, always efficient, always giving us the information that we need. And he was in Las Vegas covering the NBA Summer League, host of the No Ceilings NBA Deep Dives podcast, also editor-in-chief and writer for No Ceilings NBA and writer for Hashtag Basketball and Nets Republic, Nick Agar-Johnson. Hey, Nick, welcome back, my man. Ed, thanks so much for having me back. Always a great time to talk about basketball with you, and this is a really interesting and exciting summer league, and I can't wait to talk about it more with you on the program. Absolutely, man. And you know the weather in Las Vegas was hot, 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 and certainly the summer league was hot, hot, hot as well. And we're going to get more into Victor in just a little bit, but I want to recap the Cleveland Cavaliers winning the 2023 Summer League Championship. What were your takeaways from Cleveland winning this year's championship in Las Vegas? This was a really solid Cavaliers roster. I got the chance to watch them in action in one of their games while I was in Las Vegas. And certainly, I mean, you mentioned Imani Bates. He's someone who has had a lot of expectations on him since he was, you know, 14, 15 years old and seen as the best high school player in his class. And, you know, he's had a tough couple of years on and off the court. You know, I don't think anybody's going to deny that, but... This summer league, I was really impressed by Imani from start to finish. I mean, there's a sort of typical summer league thing of many players who are just looking to put up as many shots as they possibly can. And certainly that was a concern with Imani, especially during his season at Memphis, of whether he'd ever be good enough at sharing the basketball. And I was really impressed with, you know, how he was letting the game come to him. You know, he's an incredible scorer, incredible shooter, but he was making a lot of solid passing reads as well that really impressed me. And, you know, this Cleveland Cavaliers squad had quite a few talented players on there, but ultimately this wasn't a team that had one of the top five picks in the last draft, you know, on the roster playing for them. So it was really a solid team effort by the Cavaliers overall. And I was particularly impressed by Imani as, you know, someone who he's certainly been through the ringer in terms of his draft stock right up until getting picked by the Cavaliers in the second round. But, he was really impressive in summer league in a way that certainly some other players were not, and certainly some people might not have expected to see from Imani Bates. 
Yeah, absolutely. And you mentioned, Nick, about the struggles that he's had on and off the court. But if this was ever, I guess you could say, a, re- a case of, for redemption, it would be this year's Summer League Championship and Imani Bates scoring 19 points. You also mentioned a couple of other key factors for the Cleveland Cavaliers in this championship victory. Isaiah Mobley had 28 points and Sam Merrill finished with 27 points. Just give me your thoughts on Isaiah and Sam in the, in the championship victory. So Isaiah Mobley is someone who I was very high on in last year's draft. And, you know, I thought it was really cool that he ended up going to the Cleveland Cavaliers where, you know, his brother Evan has been established as a rising star for the Cleveland Cavaliers. But with Isaiah, I mean, something that I noted with Isaiah Mobley last year in Summer League was just how involved he was in making sure all his teammates knew where they were supposed to be on the defensive end. You know, he was communicating better than pretty much anybody else I saw out there and, That was the same sort of thing this season. You know, he was clearly very invested in playing good basketball and making sure that his teammates were also playing good basketball. And as for Sam Merrill, I mean, my goodness, the first game that I saw of Cleveland in Summer League, he was just an absolute flamethrower. And, I mean, with Sam Merrill, you know, you're bringing him onto the team to be a shooting threat. And he was ridiculously hot in the game I saw him. I think he ended up going 8 for 11 from three-point range in that game. But – Yeah, I mean, he's someone who looked like he was a step above the rest of the players in Summer League during that one game when he was just absolutely torching the net. So not particularly surprising for me that he also went off for 27 in the championship game. He was one of the better, more complete players that I saw in Summer League this year. Yeah, definitely watching some of the games involving Cleveland, specifically in the championship. I've noticed that Isaiah uh, played very well. And like you said, Sam Merrill being a flamethrower, just, uh, I mean, just knocking down buckets from uh, one end of the court to the other. And certainly, definitely, they both held their own in the championship. Were there any other things, any other takeaways that you had, Nick, in terms of Cleveland and their performance in winning this year's Summer League Championship? So Luke Travers is someone who really, really stood out to me last year for the Cavaliers. I think I was one of the many people who was surprised that he ended up being one of the picks in last year's draft. And yet he was really impressive in summer league last year, sort of a do everything kind of forward, you know, blocking shots, knocking down shots on the other end. And this season was a bit more muted of the summer league performance for him. I think he still looks really good in flashes and, I wouldn't be surprised at all if he does end up, you know, having a NBA career of some kind, you know, whether it's just a cup of coffee or a few years in the league. He definitely, you know, has the talent to play a few games at the NBA level. Craig Porter Jr. is someone who my No Ceilings colleague, Nathan Grubel, has been a huge fan of for a long time. And he also has some really impressive moments for the Cavaliers throughout summer league. And, you know, lastly, I was someone who was really high on Pete Nance last year heading into the draft and, you know, cooled off on him a little bit this year after he had not the best season. I was hoping to see more from him, honestly, in the summer league, but ultimately, I mean, he played his part for this Cavaliers squad that ended up winning the championship, so it's hard to be too upset by it, but really the guys who stood out to me the most were Imani. I was just so pleasantly surprised by what he was able to do out there on the court, and Sam Merrill, as I already mentioned, just absolutely torching the Nets from deep. And, of course, Isaiah Mobley, who I've been a big fan of for a long time, was pleasantly surprised, but also not particularly surprised that he was as good as he was in the summer league setting. 
Absolutely, and so definitely the Cleveland Cavaliers, they already have a young nucleus with the likes of Evan Mobley and Jared Allen and, of course, Darius Garland, and you can't forget about Spider, Donovan Mitchell, and certainly they've got some some young talent that's definitely going to add on to the, the rising success of Cleveland with the names that you mentioned with Imani Bates, Isaiah Mobley, and Sam Merrill. So congratulations to the Cleveland Cavaliers for winning the 2023 NBA Summer League Championship in Las Vegas. And speaking of Las Vegas, Nick, Victor Wimbanyama, the number one overall pick in this year's NBA draft. And this year's Summer League was at a fever pitch. Matter of fact, a lot of records were broken in terms of ticket sales. And, of course, with a major sports network, also broke records in terms of their TV ratings with the Summer League. Never has there ever been a Summer League with so much anticipation involving a player specifically with Victor Wimbanyama. What was the atmosphere like surrounding Victor in his time in the summer league in Las Vegas? It was absolutely insane. So this is the second year that I've been to summer league in person. And one of my no feelings colleagues, Tyler Rucker, had been, I believe he said it was his sixth summer league. This was the first time that any of us on the no feelings team saw any summer league tickets being sold out. And they were sold out for the first three days. We were lucky enough to have gotten tickets for the first day in advance. But, you know, some of these tickets were sold out for the first time that any of us could recall even hearing about. And, you know, that was, you know, one thing to hear about all the tickets being sold out. It was another thing to be in the arena. And Thomas and Max Center, I mean, I'd never seen the second deck, like, with people in it during Summer League, you know, during the two years that I've been there. This time around, I mean, for the second Victor Wembanyama game, I had to sit, like, way back in the second deck because the entire first level was completely full. It was a wilder environment than I've ever seen at Summer League, and that my colleagues who had been to Summer League far more times than I had, wilder environment than any of them had seen in Summer League before either. I mean, you know, this was a spectacular draft class all around in terms of, you know, star-level talent, but there's a difference between, you know, star-level talent and what effect Victor Wembanyama had on the environment in Las Vegas. It was packed, it was rowdy, it was energetic, and it was like nothing I'd seen before in Summer League and nothing like my colleagues who had been to Summer League far more often than I have had ever seen in Summer League before. Wow, you mentioned about the atmosphere being wild and rowdy. I got to ask you a lighthearted question. With Victor being at Summer League, was the atmosphere similar to maybe like a One Direction or maybe like a BTS or a Jonas Brothers type <laughs> atmosphere? I can't say I've ever been to a Jonas Brothers concert, so I wouldn't know from personal experience, but it was definitely a crowd that was different than what I had been used to seeing at Summer League. It was far more crowded. There were definitely far more kids in attendance than there had been previous summer leagues. I mean, you know, a lot of previous summer leagues, it's just the absolute diehards. And then, you know, people who are either NBA media or employed by NBA teams, right? I mean, the fact that, you know, the first level was completely packed out was something that I hadn't seen before. The fact that the second deck at Thomas and Mack was as crowded as it was to the point where I had to march like a decent number of rows back just to be able to find a seat. I mean, it was a crazier environment than I'd ever seen at Summer League. And there definitely was some element of, you know, kids who are going there to experience Victor Wembanyama firsthand in person that I am pretty confident those kids were not there last year to see any of the stars of last year's draft class. 
while definitely sounds like it was one heck of an experience that you and your colleagues had and just seeing Wimby do his thing and be in action and certainly that atmosphere was just extraordinary in Las Vegas. And I want to stay just with Victor for a moment. Dick, you mentioned about you and your colleagues and the rest of the fans having an experience, but let's just say Victor had a, a skirmish, so to speak, with a, a famous pop superstar. Where were you when you found out when all this went down? So, long story short, I had a very long couple of travel days heading into Summer League in Las Vegas, and I got to where the No Ceilings crew was staying uh, pretty late on Thursday night, and that was really when, you know, I had sort of seen that something had happened with Victor Weminyama, but that was, that Thursday night was when I, like, actually got the full sort of news download of what had happened between Victor Weminyama and Britney Spears. And that was certainly not something that I expected to be a part of my summer league experience was Victor Weminyama beefing with a pop star from my childhood. But, I mean, it was certainly a crazy environment in Las Vegas, and certainly a lot of that crazy environment was circled around just how many people wanted to, you know, experience what it was like to be near Victor Weminyama in person. Certainly, uh, Victor, i tell you one thing, he was only there for a short amount of time, but it was definitely not a dull moment with him or any of the experiences that were in uh, during that time in Las Vegas for the Summer League. And, you know, this year's Summer League, we talked about Victor. We also talked about the Cavaliers winning this year's Summer League championship. Overall, Nick, just give me your takeaways from this year's Summer League, not just with Victor, but also with some of the performances that caught your eye in this from this year's Summer League. So the biggest star of this year's class in Summer League was Keontae George, the Utah Jazz. He was just spectacular. I mean, I only got to see one game of his in Las Vegas, but basically during that game, we showed up, I think, uh, we went from Thomas and Mack to Cox Pavilion, which is a smaller arena in Las Vegas. For those who aren't familiar with the Summer League environment, there's Thomas and Mack Center, which is sort of the big arena where, you know, a lot of the sort of prime, quote-unquote, games are held. And then Cox Pavilion is a smaller arena that's sort of attached to the Thomas and Mack Center where they often will have games running concurrently. So there's a game at Cox Pavilion that starts at noon, and then a game in Thomas and Mack Center that starts at 1 p.m., and you know, in last year's summer league, when the seats weren't sold out like they were this year, it was a lot easier to sort of go back and forth between arenas, you know, see a bit of one game, then head up to the other arena to catch a bit of the other game. But it was a bit more difficult to do that this year. But we ended up going to Cox Pavilion, and Keontae had, I think, three points by the time we showed up. He basically hadn't, you know, played much in the first quarter and within about five minutes of us showing up, he goes on a 16-point run basically by himself. I mean, it was remarkable to see what Keontae was doing as a scorer in Summer League. But, you know, that was sort of always the thing with him was, you know, he's been this spectacular scoring guard for quite a while now. But what impressed me the most with his uh, freshman season, his, you know, one year in college at Baylor, was how much he appeared to have grown as a passer and playmaker. And that was on full display in Utah as well. I mean, you know, this is someone who averaged, you know, 21 points a game during his time in Utah. But also, you know, a lot of my New Zealand colleagues and I were wondering if, you know, Keontae might end up being a starting point guard for the Utah Jazz sooner rather than later. I mean, that's how good he looked. That's how good he looked as a passer and playmaker and leader. And, you know, 
as someone who thought of him as more of a combo guard type who probably trended more towards shooting guard than point guard, you know, this last year at Baylor was one thing, but seeing him do it in summer league as well, I mean, he looked NBA ready and he might be the starting point guard for the Utah Jazz sooner rather than later. So he was spectacularly impressive. Uh, Jabari Smith Jr. also, I mean, last year was a very frustrating summer league performance from him and he had a very, very up and down rookie season with the Houston Rockets, but if his performance in this summer league is anything to go by, he is ready for a big breakout in his sophomore year. I mean, he just absolutely destroyed everybody in front of him during the two games that he played in Las Vegas. And if you're a Houston Rockets fan, you've got to be happy about what Jabari Smith Jr. did out there on the floor for the Rockets. And same thing with Tari Ethan, who was also spectacularly impressive. I was a bit less sort of pleasantly surprised by that just because Tari Ethan was also dominant last year in summer league. So, it wasn't sort of a different feel, whereas with Jabari Smith Jr., it was like, wow, he's really put a lot together, it feels like, since last summer league, and hopefully that's something that can carry over. And finally, you know, one other second-year player that I wanted to make sure to mention, Chet Holmgren, after missing all of last year with, you know, his injuries, he looked pretty tentative in the start of his first game, and then he got knocked down on a drive to the rim, and after that was just absolutely dominating everybody on both ends of the floor. I mean, he had seven blocks in two games. He had 41 points, you know, 56% shooting from the floor. His pump fake was just absolutely leaving other players in fits. Nobody had any idea what to do with Chet when he pump faked, and he was incredibly impressive to watch. And that wasn't, you know, particularly surprising, especially since I had him number one overall in last year's class, and he was very impressive in – summer league last year before, you know, he missed the regular season with his injury, but definitely, I mean, Jabari Smith Jr., Chet Holmgren, and Keontae George were the three biggest standouts for me, and then Tari Eason was also very, very impressive as a second-year player. Yeah, those guys were amazing, especially Chet Holmgren. I'll tell you one thing, Chet, definitely this year, this regular season that will be coming up is definitely going to be a comeback year for him after what you mentioned earlier about getting hurt in last year's summer league and being out for the season. So Chet has definitely got a lot to prove. And speaking of somebody that has a lot to prove, I want to stay just with Jabari Smith Jr. for a moment. Now, I'm paraphrasing, so this is not the actual quote, but he just mentioned that his rookie year, as you mentioned, Nick, was, was not that good at all. And specifically, he had he did not have a great summer league last year. But this year, he wanted to return to the summer league. He wanted to play, and he just showed his appreciation and his gratitude for being in the summer league and wanting to improve, improve his skills. And he said, why not? Who would not want to be here? Just kind of give me your thoughts on Jabari and just his appreciation and his gratitude for wanting to come back and wanting to improve specifically in this year's summer league. I was so happy to hear that quote and just as happy to see how great he looked in this year's summer league. That was one of my biggest takeaways from summer league last year was I remember very vividly there was a moment when he knocked down a three-pointer after he'd been something like two for 12 before that and you know, missed the vast majority of his shots. And he knocked down the three-pointer and just starts screaming like at the top of his lungs. It's like it was so clearly just incredibly frustrating for him to – go through the experience of last year's summer league and just feel like he was taking good shots and not having those shots fall at all. And this year was almost the exact opposite of that experience. He looked locked in from moment one and he was just dominating his competition, you know, offensively, which 
especially given that, you know, he was viewed, certainly in my mind anyway, as, you know, much more of a defensive prospect than an offensive prospect coming into the league. You know, I mean, he was an exceptional three-point shooter at Auburn, and that was a huge driver of why he ended up going third overall. But, I mean, for me, the main thing with Jabari Smith was that, you know, I was expecting him to be a really, really good defensive player. So, you know, him struggling on offense and his clear frustration with how much he was struggling on offense in last year's summer league was a bit concerning. And to see him come out this year and, you know, not only, you know, as you expressed, you know, paraphrasing his quote, noting how grateful he was for the opportunity to come out and perform in summer league. I mean, it wasn't just that he came out and worked on his game. He came out and absolutely dominated the competition for two games. And honestly, I think that was something that he really needed, you know, not just on the back of a pretty poor summer league last year and a, frustrating sort of up and down rookie season for the Houston Rockets, you know, it was great to just see him humanly go in there and succeed to the level that, that he thinks he can, that he hoped he could succeed and to see him dominate summer league the way he did, especially after my memories of how clearly annoyed and frustrated he was with how he was playing last year. It was just really great to see. That was really great to see Jabari just have a comeback and definitely do his thing. And one, as you said, one of the guys that, got caught your attention at this year's summer league another person that caught my eye during this year's summer league was cam whitmore and he was the mvp of this year's summer league just give me your thoughts on cam and his play yeah so cam had some really great moments in summer league and that summer league mvp was well deserved i mean i didn't mention him with jabari smith and tari eason just because those two thoroughly dominated Summer League, and because they were second-year players, you know, they only played the two games in Las Vegas before, you know, the Rockets said, okay, yeah, you're you're good to go. We don't need to, you know, risk you getting hurt in any of the rest of these games. And so from that point forward, it really became Cam Whitmore's team. And, I mean, to his credit, he was, you know, great at getting his way downhill, getting his way to the rim, which was, you know, the big strength of his game at Villanova as well. He also showed a little bit more as a passer as Summer League went on, which that was a big knock of his coming out of Villanova. And, you know, I wouldn't put him on the same level as Imani Bates in terms of how pleasantly surprised I was by their playmaking elements. But, I mean, with how dominant Cam Whitmore was in the paint, you know, really he just needs to get the ball in his hands and start attacking the basket. And that was certainly something he did and, you know, something he did consistently throughout Summer League. So, even though I was more impressed by Jabari Smith and Tari Ethan, you know, those were only two games that they played, right? Whereas Cam Whitmore, you know, stuck around through all of summer league, took the Rockets to that championship game. And if not for a spectacular performance by the Cleveland Cavaliers summer league squad, you know, he might've been able to add a summer league trophy to that summer league MVP. All right. And definitely Cam definitely shined bright at this year's uh, summer league being the MVP. So now Nick, you had a, as you mentioned, the experience at this year's Summer League in Las Vegas was amazing with Victor Wimbanyama and also seeing some of the great talent and some of the great teams that played in this year's tournament. I have to ask you now, you know, I want to ask you now about the atmosphere in Las Vegas. First question, the weather. We've been keeping up with how we've had heat waves in various parts of the country and the West Coast was no exception to the rule. What was the heat like in Las Vegas, Nick? So I live in Sacramento, California. I'm currently calling in from Sacramento, California, where it's not exactly out of the ordinary to have triple-digit days during the summer. So, 
you know, on the one hand, I guess I was sort of less thrown off by the weather than maybe some other people that were in Las Vegas, either for the first time or, you know, having come from the East Coast, where it's not as common to have days in the hundreds regularly, but it was toasty. Let's put it that way. I mean, you know, there were there were a couple of days in particular where you'd get out of the arena and just immediately be blasted by the heat. It's like, oh, okay, that's what it feels like to go from, you know, heavily air-conditioned arena to what it's actually like outside in Las Vegas. So, you know, the weather was one thing. It wasn't, I guess, as surprising to me as it might have been to other people who, you know, don't live in places where it's regularly close to that hot. But, I mean, even Sacramento doesn't hit the 110s like it does in Las Vegas sometimes. So that was one thing. But the flip side of that was just the atmosphere at Summer League was incredible. And, you know, this being year two, you know, it was an incredible atmosphere last year too, but there's a very different sort of feel between last year, you know, with Paulo Boncaro and Chet Holmgren and Jabari Smith being the top three sort of running the show versus just what absolute madness it was this year for Victor Weminyama and Scoot Henderson and Brandon Miller. I mean, Victor Weminyama in particular clearly was the driving force behind the absolutely massive crowds, but I mean, day two of Summer League was sold out as well, and Victor didn't play that day. You know, it's clearly something where Summer League as an experience has just expanded to a much larger audience than it had previously captured, and you know, even if it might make it more difficult for me and other people to, you know, get into the arena and, you know, get tickets, I mean, it was just remarkable to see, even between my first year and my second year of Summer League, just how much the experience has grown and how excited people are to be in Las Vegas and just how incredible of an atmosphere it is to be in that arena with, you know, so many NBA movers and shakers, but also so many dedicated, dedicated fans who have made the journey out to Las Vegas and to the, you know, oppressive, let's say, weather of Las Vegas just to be a part of the Summer League experience. It was an incredible energy in the arena, and, you know, that was something that I was really happy to see. Well, I'll tell you one thing, Nick. We talked about the triple-digit heat, and certainly it didn't bother the fans. They just, as they say, you just grin and bear it, and certainly they grinned and they bared it and certainly wanted to see Victor Wimbanyama and just be a part of the whole atmosphere of this year's NBA Summer League. And I'm just glad that you had those experiences. And definitely, as you said, just a complete 180 from this year as opposed to last year. And you heard it from him. He's Nick Agar-Johnson, host of the No Ceilings NBA Deep Dives podcast, also editor-in-chief and writer for No Ceilings NBA and writer for Hashtag Basketball. And that's Republic, as always. Nick, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to be on the program. Just tell everybody what's currently going on over at No Ceilings, also Hashtag Basketball, and that's Republic. Absolutely. Well, Ed, first of all, thank you so much for having me back on the program. Always a great time to talk about basketball with you. In terms of what's going on on my end, the NBA Deep Dives podcast will be back very soon. Be on the lookout for that, as well as written content over at NoSealingsNBA.com. Be sure to subscribe and check us out. And then over at Death Republic, be sure to check that out. And then hashtag basketball, you know, with hashtag basketball and the hashtag sports network, there's ton of great content, ton of great stuff over at hashtagbasketball.com and the sister website. Awesome. Tell everybody where they can find you on social media as well as No Ceilings, also hashtag basketball and Nets Republic. 
Absolutely. So you can find me on Twitter at NBA Johnson for as long as Twitter is around. And you can find Nest Republic at Nest Republic on socials, hashtag basketball at hash P basketball on socials. And then No Ceilings, you can find No Ceilings TV on YouTube and then on all socials, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, whatever you want to find, you can find No Ceilings NBA on your social media platform of choice. You heard it from him. He is Nick Agar Johnson, host of the No Ceilings NBA Deep Dives podcast, also editor-in-chief and writer for No Ceilings NBA and writer for Hashtag Basketball and Nets Republic. As always, Nick, this was a lot of fun. Thank you so much. If ever you want to come back on, just feel free to let us know. Absolutely. I've had a ton of fun as well. Thanks so much for having me back, and uh, hopefully I can come on the program again sometime soon. All right. You've got that. We'll be back with more right after this. With the first pick in the 2023 NBA Draft, the San Antonio Spurs select Victor Wembanyama from Nantar, France. This is accomplishing something that I've been dreaming of, you know, my whole life. Hearing that that sentence from Adam Silver, you know, I've dreamed of it so so much that, you know. I got to cry, man. Five on the shot clock. That three is long, and Brandon with the board. Good pace to this game. Nice rim run by Wembenyama, and one, and there it is. Wembenyama with the midi, knocks it home, laces the two ball. Wembenyama on the wing, goes through the legs. Well, all right. Wesley behind the Barlow screen. Little midi comes off. Wemby, okay now, now you're showing me something special. Wemby with the tip to himself and the flush. Little pitch back from Barlow. Wemby for three, butter. Base pulls, got it. A sizzling, scintillating beginning shooting-wise for Cleveland. Porter with the rebound, got a man open, Bates, room service. Bates running the floor, slams it home. Bates, finger roll, got it, whistle, and one. Bates with the bucket and a free throw to follow. Bates on the drive, got it to go off glass. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Modern life is noisy. Noise is everywhere. Excessive noise is harmful, linked to sleep deprivation, hearing loss, and heart disease. Should noise be the price we pay for progress? Actually, no. Many noise sources have quieter options. Gas-powered landscaping equipment is obsolete, with battery-powered options greatly reducing noise and air pollution. Audible car alarms are obsolete, with vehicle immobilizers and GPS tracking providing silent anti-theft technologies. Quieter backup warning sounds are available, and adjustable directional sounds are less intrusive. So what can you do to reduce noise levels? Talk to store and building managers about safe sound levels. Work with elected officials and the police to strengthen noise enforcement. Join Noise Free America, a coalition to promote quiet. All right, everybody, that's going to do it for another exciting edition of The Robinson Show. Once again, a big special thank you to Nick Agar-Johnson, host of the No Ceilings NBA Deep Dives podcast and editor-in-chief and writer for No Ceilings NBA and writer for Hashtag Basketball and Nets Republic. Again, a big special thank you to Nick for appearing on the program. And until next time, everybody, remember, for God first in everything you do and you can't go wrong. Until next time, stick to the script. I'm out. Peace. 